Hi, Carly. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited you're here and I cannot wait to chat all about podcasting with you. So before we dive in, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and just kind of how you got started with it all, like your business and your podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Carly Zerker. I am the owner of CZ Invitations and Toucan. I also own a third business. Um, so I'm very busy. CZ Invitations, I started with my mom in 2014 after my own wedding. <clears throat> Excuse me. We make high quality handmade wedding invitations for brides around the world. And I started Toucan, my second business, early last year. Um, I have had a lot of success with Pinterest and Etsy for CZ invitations. And so I have started helping other creative entrepreneurs do the same thing. And I have started coaching. I'm a certified magnetic coach. And so that's mostly what I do. I, I have a third business with one of my friends, which is mostly a product. We um, created kind of a bundle of different things to help um, creative entrepreneurs market their business more easily. So just how to use all those different platforms and that's called the client bundle. And then I am the host of the tipsy business podcast, which is um, just a podcast where we drink and talk about business. It's really conversational and fun. A lot of the topics are Pinterest and Etsy because that is what I have found my audience is looking for. But we um, have talked about anything from like debt in your business, credit cards, starting your business. Um, and really the whole thing that got my podcast started was I had the idea for doing um, a blog post called Business Lessons We Learned from Gilmore Girls. And so I decided to make that into a podcast. So that is also a series where we um, take business lessons we learn from our favorite shows. That's so much fun. I love that. Um, and I love how you're so multi-passionate and have a bunch of different ventures going on. I'm kind of the same way. I just like, I always have had one business, but then, you know, I have a second business with my friend and I have a second yeah. podcast and it's just like fun to have multiple ventures. Like once you get kind of established with one, then you can kind of add on more. Obviously don't try to overload yourself with like three businesses at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's fun. And it's, it's great to be able to kind of do multiple different things and not have to be like, um, stuck in that one thing that you've been doing because you feel like you can only have one business. So I love that. It's cool. Yeah. I think the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that like we just get to build the business and do anything that we want to do. And so if that is multiple things, like that's totally fine. I agree with what you said though. I had established CZ Invitations to be a six-figure business before I ever thought about starting another business. And so that had like the systems and everything down before I like dove into the next thing and then the next thing. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we get to do whatever we want, so we should. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, it, it's great to be able to have those options and stuff. So cool. So what made you start your podcast? I mean, I know you kind of said like you had that idea for the blog post series, um, and then that kind of was born off of that. But like, what made you want to make it into a podcast format instead? And how long have you been podcasting for? Yeah, so I haven't been podcasting very long. I think I started it November, December, I don't know, I should know that, but I think it was like December 1st of 2019. So I've only been doing this for a few months, but I think I've had the idea for that Gilmore Girls blog for a year and I just sat on it for some reason. I, I had the blog like entirely typed out. I had a bunch of ideas, but for some reason I just, it didn't feel right. I felt like it was, too, <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I felt like it was too good to be a blog post. Um, and I wanted it to, 
I just, I thought it was a fun idea and it just, for some reason, something wasn't right. And I had thought about the idea of a podcast. Um, I obviously love listening to podcasts and it was, I don't, I can't explain it, but just something like was off. And so when I finally had a little bit of free time, so CZ Invitations is very seasonal. And so during the fall is when I really go heavy and like toucan and doing kind of the other stuff. Whereas like the summer and spring is very invitation heavy with kind of the exception of this year because of everything that's going on. Um, but so the fall rolled around and it just, I just had the idea. I was like, this just feels right. And so I just kind of did it. And that's kind of how I've run all my businesses is just kind of doing what feels really good and taking that inspired action as that, as I, as I feel inspired, as I feel motivated to do it instead of putting it off. Um, and so I just, I just did it. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I love that. And I think inspired action is definitely always the best action, even yeah. like, cause like for me, I, I saw the other day on your stories that you had created like an ad, a Pinterest ad course in like, you know, a day Yeah, <laughs> you were inspired. And I'm the same way. Like I'll have like a sudden burst of inspiration. I'm like, all right, I just created this outline for this course. I didn't think about for like, you know, a year, but I just, yeah. Time or I, you know, I decided mm, I'm gonna stay up till 2 a.m. one night because I have this extra burst of energy and I really want to do this thing. So um, I, I agree. I think that's kind of like the best time and that's when the best things happen, like courses or podcast ideas or whatever, you know, or even business ideas. It's kind of like when you have that moment of inspiration and you run with it because a lot of people like kind of fight that feeling. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we should. <laughs> yeah. So I, I completely agree. And you're right. Like I had that course idea. That's a course idea that I've kind of had in the back of my mind for maybe two years. Like I've been thinking about that. I get asked about a lot. I've always said it was going to be free. Um, so I decided to make it free for people that are in the client bundle, that third business that we're doing. And then I made it $9 for anybody else. So it's really affordable. But I um, woke up that morning. I was like, I'm going to do it. So I outlined, wrote, recorded, edited, and like launched it in the same day. So I don't, I don't know how I did it. I probably couldn't do it again, but it happened and it was amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. I love, I love that kind of moment. I actually had something like that last night. I like was inspired and I just went through a bunch of different things and like a couple of like courses that I had been putting off and I was like, all right, I need to like get through this. So I like took tons of notes or, and I mean, I didn't create a course or anything, but it was just like something that I felt I needed to do because it just mm -hmm. had this moment of inspiration and a burst of energy that Lately, I haven't been having since I'm in my third trimester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta act when it when it feels right. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, what kind? Of, I mean, what is your your format of your podcast? Are you doing like kind of solos or interview style, or kind of a mix of the two? And then, how often are you releasing your new episodes? Mm -hmm. So, I'm doing a mix of the two. I will. It's mostly been interview style, which it's very conversational. Like we're literally like drinking and talking about business. Um, there, I have done a handful of solo episodes, um, and then I'm releasing every Monday. I've only missed one Monday, and it was right after a huge launch, and I just, I just didn't have it in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know how that is. Totally, um, it's one of those things that, um, yeah, I and I agree that. So, I mean, uh, guest episodes are just so much better and more conversational. I like mm -hmm. those too. I mean, cause you obviously get to position yourself as an expert, but interviews are just so much more fun, especially with the style of podcast that you have, like drinking and talking about business by yourself is not as exciting as it is. Yeah. 
with another person. So I totally, totally get it. So when it comes to your podcast, do you have anything that you feel like is just working really, really well right now? I know before we hopped on this, you said you kind of don't really have like anything crazy going on with it, but is there anything that kind of stands out in your mind that you think is just working amazingly at this time? I mean, I don't know if I would use the word amazingly, but it's something that I've been doing or that I've done a few different times. Um, So I created that ad course, for example, and I decided to just take some of that, some of that hour course and turn it into the podcast. Um, And I, I think that reusing that content has been really good for me because I get multiple things out of it. And then it also kind of works as like a funnel. So if somebody listened to that and they were like, oh, I want to learn more about ads, I have this really affordable $9 course that they can go listen to. Um, So that's, I've also done that with live. So I've gone live on Instagram and then turned it into the podcast. I will say my sound quality is not as amazing on that, but I think it's a way to use that content that will otherwise disappear um, or people, not everybody would have access to. So I've kind of been trying to do that for like the quote solo episodes, you know, using some of the content that I already have created. Um, and I, I, I like that I get to use it more than once and it's made it really easy to do those podcast episodes in between those interviews. So, I mean, that's, that's something that I'm liking. I don't know if it's going amazing, but I, I, I like the idea that it kind of leads into the product that I'm selling as well as just being good content that I'm sharing somewhere else. I might as well share it on my podcast too. Right. Yeah. You don't need to like reinvent the wheel every single time that you're creating Mm -hmm. episodes. And plus it feels more natural in that way too, because you're already talking about the product and stuff. And I feel like with, when you record like a separate podcast episode, you have to think about it strategically and like, okay, where can I add this in that it feels natural and doesn't just feel like a straight up ad. Yeah on IG stories or IG live or whatever, or Facebook live, it doesn't feel as like weird to like insert a promo. Yeah. It's like more natural and it's a good way to kind of approach it. If you're feeling weird about like selling, um, yeah, repurposing like old, older live streams, um, and adding them to like extracting the audio and adding it to your podcast is a good way to do that. I actually do that with a couple of my clients kind of like when they are like, I did this really amazing live stream. Can you just like cut out the beginning where I'm like saying, Hey, what's up? So, and so, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, sure. That's super easy for us. And it positions them as an expert and, you know, gives them, you know, an extra time of content. So they're not having to like go and record a completely different solo episode for no reason. Yeah. Or just, especially if you, if it's content you want to share, then you just have to do it again. And there's no reason to do it twice. You already exactly. have it. Exactly. Cause it's, it's never as good as the first time or you like forget yes. an that you had, or like, then you don't, you don't remember to promo or something. Um, and it just, yeah, it's totally, it's totally better to just do it one time and then repurpose it. Like that's my biggest thing that it drives me crazy because people just don't, don't repurpose their content. I mean, I do it too. I get to the point where I'm like, reading. I'm like, Oh yeah, I could probably use this again. I don't know why I'm not. Um, but yeah, totally get that. So kind of on the other side of things, what's something that you wish you could have done better with your podcast, if anything, and like, what did you learn from that, that thing or multiple things? Um, there's definitely one instance that stands out in my mind. I, so typically what I've been doing is just editing my podcast episodes Sunday night and then I'll schedule them to go out Monday morning. And that has just 
worked out pretty well for me, except for when I was doing a big launch, I was, I was several weeks ahead, which was great. And that's where I want to be. I want to like batch how you do and, um, get to that place, but it's also working just fine how I have it now. I, I personally kind of enjoy editing. It doesn't really take me that long. I don't do anything crazy as we've already said. Um, but I did it early in the day on Sunday, one day. Um, and I did it at like, I don't know, first thing in the morning. And so I told my husband, he's the one that uploads everything. He, he owns Toucan with me, but he doesn't, he doesn't do a whole lot. He has a full-time job as well. Um, but one of the things I wanted from the beginning was like, I want you to handle the whole like uploading, getting all of it set up so that I don't have to worry about it. So I did everything really early in the day and totally forgot about it. And so at 3 a.m., I like woke up and was like, oh my God, I didn't upload the podcast. And so I had to learn how to do that at three o'clock in the morning. And I was so mad. Um, it ended up going out on time. Luckily, I remembered <laughs> in the middle of the night and I had to kind of learn how to do that. But I think that's kind of what I learned from that is sticking to that routine. So if, if what works for me is doing it Sunday evening, I need to just do it Sunday evening. If I get to that point where I can plan way ahead, which is the goal, I would love to do that. Um, and I have, I have recordings recorded, but I just haven't necessarily edited them. So yeah, I mean, just, just sticking with my routine and doing what works and, and not trying to, I don't know, like make it harder. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And I totally get that. I, I mean, I'm sure we've all woken up at 3am at some point or another, like, Oh my God, I forgot to do this thing, whether it's for yourself or a client or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I've definitely been there, especially with this pregnancy. Every time I, I wake up at 3am every day because I'm like, something's going on in my brain and whether it's like making a to-do list or like, Oh no, I forgot to do this for this client. Oops. Pregnancy brain is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know I totally get it. And it's like, Oh, it's good to have a routine. Even if it's like not something that, like you said, you have stuff recorded just not edited in advance that's totally fine but if it works for you then why like if it's not broke don't you don't have to fix it so yeah totally, you know, sticking with a routine is really important in my opinion whether that's months in advance or you know the night before if it works mm -hmm. it works <laughs> yeah cool so when it comes to listeners where do you kind of find that you're getting most of your listeners from um i say this in every episode but Obviously, podcast analytics are not not the best. They're not that extensive, not like Google Analytics. Um, but where do you find like you're getting your people from? So like social media or like, you know, you, your guest or being a guest on other people's podcasts or kind of a mix of all the things? Yeah, um, I would say I think mostly Instagram. Um, I haven't really, I've, I've dug into the stats of my podcast, but not... Uh, like a lot. <laughs> um, so I know like what's working and what's not working, but I haven't really paid that close of attention to where people are coming from, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's Instagram. That's where I'm sharing them on my stories. And I always see a boost. So like Mondays, I typically share on my stories, like, Oh, this is the podcast that's today. And if I share it again later in the week on my stories, like Thursday or Wednesday, whatever, I will always see a boost later that day. So that's kind of telling me that people are coming from Instagram to listen to my podcast. Um, so that's, that's where I think most of them are coming from. I have, I do go on other people. I've been on other people's YouTube channels, um, things like that. But I think the majority are coming right now are coming from, coming from Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, 
not, not that podcast analytics are really going to help you with that. They do, all they tell you is, oh, you have this many downloads total and you have this many downloads per episode. And yeah. you know, sometimes it tells you, depending on the plan that you have on your hosting, oh, they're coming from these countries. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. You don't really know like once they got to the app where they came from. Um, right. unlike, unlike Google analytics, you can tell like, Oh, this person came to my website from Pinterest. You can't right. really see that with podcasting, which is unfortunate. And it would be nice if they could kind of figure out something with that. Um, so it's kind of like a big guessing game, which is fun sometimes, but other times, <laughs> like, okay, how did I get this big spike? I want to like re redo this, but how, like, I don't even yeah. know where people came from. <laughs> So yeah, totally, totally get it. So when it comes to your listeners, how do you kind of turn those people into clients and customers? I mean, I know you have three different businesses and they're all kind of different, but like, what are you doing to kind of convert those people into, you know, like maybe into your Pinterest courses or, you know, um, I know you're not talking about your invitations or anything, but how do you kind of get those people, um, on the other side and not just consuming the content? Yeah. So when I started this podcast, I had no intentions of using it for coaching, like to find coaching clients. But I had after, after I launched, like that first week I launched, I had somebody message me on Instagram and she was like, I listened to your podcast. I, I want you to be my coach. And I was like, okay, what are you looking for in a coach? And she was like, I don't know, but I just know that I want you to be my coach. And I was like, wow, like, wow. So I feel like honestly, just showing up as myself has been the best selling point and not trying to, um, be anything else that, that has helped me get coaching clients because I talk about how I choose, you know, to let my business be easy and other people want that as well. And then as far as like my, my eBooks and stuff, I do like, so if I'm, if I'm talking about Pinterest, because I do have episodes specific about Pinterest or specific about Etsy, I wrote an eBook for Pinterest and I wrote an eBook for Etsy. So maybe halfway through, I just drop a little ad about how I have, you know, this ebook and they can use code tipsy to get $5 off. And so I've been seeing a lot lately that people are actually using that code. So that's telling me that they are listening and then want to buy. So I think that's working well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. And do you only offer that $5 code for your podcast listeners? Yeah, I haven't ever said it anywhere anywhere okay. else. Yeah, no, that that's helpful then. Yeah, because I always recommend that people have like some kind of like special discount or even like a special link so they know where those people are converting from. Because like obviously, if you just send everyone to like a blanket same URL, then it's like okay, these people could have come from Instagram or they could have come from my podcast. You don't really know. So yeah, that's, that's really cool, and it's good to know that it's kind of working, even though it's just kind of like all right, here's like you know it it goes to show that these little small advertisements do work because people yeah. are, you know, they're like, Ooh, a free discount code or, Ooh, I want this freebie or something. You don't think in the moment that it's going to make an impact, but it does. So, um, that's, that's it's so true. Like you hear, like I hear other podcasts, especially smaller podcasters and they have these long ads and I'm like, there's no way people are buying, like buying, you know? And then now that I'm in the space, and my husband was like, you should just drop in a little ad. And I was like, yeah, okay. And so I, you know, I did. And like, it's obviously converting for me and my eBooks are $47. And then my bundle is like over 80 if you buy both of them together. Right. So, you know, it's, I'm converting these, these clients, um, with just like a 30 second. I like to keep it short because I don't, I'm not going to do a whole yeah. long thing, yeah. but if somebody listens to this and wants to learn more, I want to give them, I want to make it easy for them to find it and then, you know, give them some sort of discount code for 
being a listener. But yeah, it's it's just funny because I I would have never thought that people actually bought from ads. <laughs> um, but now that I'm on the other side, people they they do. They do, yeah. They really do. And that's like where a lot of people kind of forget, especially women, I feel. I've talked about this a lot lately, but I feel like women just forget to sell themselves, especially on their podcast. Like, or they'll just say at the very end, like, oh, if you want to like join my Facebook group, please do that. <laughs> and I know yeah. I've been really guilty of that myself. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, just join my Facebook group. But it's not like, it's not a hard sale and it doesn't always need to be a hard sale, but you should definitely be providing hard sales on your podcast at least a couple times a year, like you know a month not every yeah. episodes but you know like if you're always just directing them to your free facebook group or to dm you on instagram or something and you're doing yourself and your listeners the service because they don't really know how else they can connect with you or mm-hmm. you know consume your content because obviously if they like your free content your paid content is going to be even better so yeah if they're listening to you they obviously like learning from you to some extent. And so they, they probably want to learn more from you, especially if they like just come across you. People are more likely to buy from you right when they meet you or like meet online, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so get, you know, just, just telling them exactly where they can go and spend money with you is, is the best thing you can do. It's not, um, salesy. It's, you know, these people want to learn from you. So like make it really, really easy so that they can do that right away. Right. And you said you didn't have a strategy, but you kind of do. Like some people don't even have that in their podcast. Um, so you're, you're a couple steps ahead, steps ahead of some people. So uh, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, oh, I've never talked about any of my products on my podcast. I'm like, why? Why not? <laughs> like, yeah. why, why? What's the point? No, not really. I mean, obviously the point is to kind of serve as like a content hub to, you know, warm people up to you, but you still mm-hmm. promote yourself. Um, so when it comes to listenership, how do you keep those people coming back for more? Like, well, are there any things that you do in specific to, um, kind of keep those people excited and ready to listen week over week? Um, I feel like this is definitely like an area of opportunity for me. I don't necessarily do a lot here. I will say the only thing that I have kind of actively been doing is kind of looking at those analytics and seeing what episodes people are listening to the most, what people are, what episodes people are listening to the least and kind of how long they're listening. And so to go back to your last point about pitching at the end, not everybody's going to listen all the way to the end. So that's why I like to drop my ad like kind of in the middle, if it makes sense. Um, Because otherwise they're not going to, they're not even going to get to the end to hear it. But so I've noticed that like, for me, a lot of my listeners like to learn Pinterest and Etsy from me. And that was something that I knew from the beginning, but like, as you're going through, like, I kind of forgot. (laughs) Um, And so I've kind of been trying to do, I like to do a good mix of things because there definitely are listeners that I have that want to learn those basics. Like, how do I incorporate my business? How do like, where, what credit card do you use? Um, And so I've just been taking the questions that I'm getting and turning them into podcast episodes so that when I get that question again, I say, oh, that's episode four, go listen. Um, And that's worked out really well for me because I don't have to like repeat myself and there's more content in an episode. But just looking at the analytics of what people are, are listening to and what they're liking and kind of doing more of that. Yeah, that's really important. Listening to what your listeners want and like what they're receiving well is really key because if you're just constantly putting out episodes that you want to put out, then you know, you're not listening to what your people want to hear and you're just wasting mm-hmm. everyone's time. So it's really important to kind of, you know, obviously if you have a planned out schedule, um, you know, you don't need to change it completely just because 
episode from last week like was a hit and then now you want to add like a new one to the mix but then just kind of adding that to your strategy like okay cool this episode two weeks ago was really good um let me add more like this kind of down the line so you don't have to like completely revamp things but um just kind of keeping that in mind so that people are able to get more of that type of content um and you know you're able to make them happy and then you're also you're not trying to like bend over backwards to have a new episode out next week completely different than what you're planning so yeah totally uh I, i totally believe that you can do anything that you want so like if if you really just want to turn your podcast into something and you don't have the audience for it um whatever you're passionate about like that's going to show through so i i mean you're the expert on this but like i wouldn't talk about things that i'm not interested in because i think those episodes are not going to do as well because you're not going to have the passion behind it so like focusing on the things that actually excite you so i am excited about pinterest and etsy i have seen you know, I've grown a really successful business using those. So it's easy for me to talk about. It's easy for me. Um, and I enjoy it. And so that works, but I, I wouldn't just like, if one episode went well for, I don't know, some random thing, I wouldn't just like do a bunch of that because of that, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, so still being strategic about that and making sure that it's something that I want to do, because I'm not going to I'm not going to do things I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, exactly, you're right. Your passion doesn't show. And it's like, just because your audience like is into that, if you're not feeling it, it's, they're, they're not going to feel it at the end of the day anyway. So there's yeah. like no use in doing that. So I love that. Um, so when it like, comes to podcasting, what is one piece of advice that you'd give anyone who's looking to start their podcast, but they just don't really know where to even begin? Because it is an overwhelming process, right? Yeah. I mean, I would just do it. <laughs> it's, I just, just do a little bit research. Um, there's a lot of people out there that will help you. I know you have, I downloaded your free resource when I was thinking about starting. There's lots of free resources. There's lots of paid resources, but like I'm a pretty busy person and I feel like if I can figure it out in no time, like anybody can. So, you know, I just bought a mic off Amazon. I yeah. And I just, I, I just started recording. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I did the exact same thing. I mean, now yeah. I teach people to be a little more strategic about it than I was. I was just like, yeah, here's a mic. Let's do this. Um, um, but I wouldn't nowadays I'm kind of like, okay, get your content strategy down. So mm-hmm. not wasting your time. Cause obviously like when I first started, I had a completely different podcast and completely different focus. And now I'm mm-hmm. like kind of reinventing the wheel here, um, which is what I don't want people to do. <laughs> so I kind of like learn from my mistake, but I definitely agree. Like you don't have to like sit on an idea for like a year or two before you start and it doesn't need to be perfect. And that's like a big thing that people struggle with. They're like, oh, but you know, I have kids and they're going to be loud in the background or, oh, you know, I you know, they have X, Y, Z excuse as to why they haven't started. And it's just like, just, just go ahead and do it. Craft your, you know, couple outlines for your first couple episodes, uh, flesh out the ideas by that mic and then get started. There's no reason to like, um, sit there and (laughs) ponder about it for like 20 years because you're just never going to do it. And, you know, people get so inundated with all this information and they're like listening to 20 different experts when you really just need to, follow just one person and whoever that person is, go for it. Um, don't listen to a million different people cause you're just going to get confused and then start, um, you know, you're going to start being like, well, this person says this and this person says that. And then you yeah. just 
you kind of fall down that rabbit hole and don't get started. So yeah, it's, it's really easy to not do it, <laughs> but you, so just, so just do it. And I think I was two things. I was really scared to do it. I was, I'm not a public speaker. I used to be very, very scared of public speaking. Like the thought of thinking about public speaking, I would like actually have a panic attack. Um, and that's something that I've overcome, but to release the first three episodes, cause I released three on the first day, um, was very stressful. I thought like, what if everybody hates it? Like, what if I get a bunch of, like, what if I get bad reviews? But none of that matters. The fact that I was like willing to put myself out there was a huge milestone in my life. Um, and so I would recommend, like, you can think of a million reasons not to do something, but if, if you're feeling called to do it, like you just need to take that inspired action that we talked about earlier. And when it feels right, just do it. The second thing is I was worried that I wasn't going to like podcasting. (laughs) So I had this idea and I was like, well, what if I start it? And then like, I hate doing it, which would suck. (laughs) So I um, recorded several episodes, edited them and like figured it out before I ever launched it because I didn't want to start a thing, announce it, and then like it fall off. Cause I think a lot of podcasters do that. You know, they'll, uh huh. Um, Pod fade is a real thing. They'll have like yeah. 10 episodes or less. And then, you know, they ghost and then it's like, you find this podcast, you're like, oh, this is cool. And then you're like, oh, they last up it uploaded in 2017. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's not how you build your audience. Like, I'll be honest, it, it takes time. Like, I still don't have a huge, a huge audience, but it's growing every single week because I continue to put out content. And so if you think that you're going to get 10,000 downloads that first week and then you don't like, don't be discouraged because it's like, it just, it takes time. Um, and so that's why I, I think I I bought the mic and then I just like recorded a bunch of episodes to figure, to make sure that I like wanted to, I guess that I didn't hate it. And then when I was like, no, I can definitely keep this up. And I like the idea of it. Then um, I released it because I didn't want to. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time or my listeners' time by like totally. starting a podcast and quitting. Right. You don't want people to get invested and then be like, just like all of a sudden not show up. Like so many people do that with like podcasting or like YouTube channels or blogs or whatever. And you're like, people are like, wait, where'd they go? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things that's like it's really easy to get started, but it's also really easy to like stop too because yeah, yeah. You get out of that routine. So. I definitely agree with that. And I definitely think it's important to just like go ahead and do it, especially if you feel like this is something you're good at. Um, and even if you're introverted or you're terrified of public speaking, um, hello, I am too. I am so introverted and I literally used to like wake up at 3am panicking before having to do presentations in like high school and college. Um, so I would never like have thought that I would have started a podcast but it's one of those things that's like, whoa, this is like, if it's, if you kind of do it and you find that you love it, then keep going with it. To me now, what it's like one of the biggest things that I've done in my business that I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And I love it. And I can't imagine life without it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like I also was so scared of public speaking and that's something that I've been working on, as I said, but even just the, like putting yourself out there, is, is hard. Like, even if, even if you read it and it sounds amazing and you don't mess up at all, it's still just that like act of it's outside of your comfort zone. You've never done anything like this. Putting your heart out there for anybody to listen to is like, it can be really scary, but it's also so freeing to be able to do that. Um, and to be able to connect with people on another level because you did that. And, it's, it's been a huge, like I said, it's been a huge milestone for me as like somebody who 
is I grew up like pretty shy, like just really reserved. And I've kind of just slowly been coming out of my, my shell, I guess is the right word. But yeah, it's, it's been a huge, just like personal growth journey for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like my podcast has definitely helped me come out of my shell and people have even commented like from my first episode to now, they're like, you sound so much more confident. Um, and you know, with the podcast and just anything you talk about in general in life. And so it's kind of been interesting to see because like, I, I was really shy too. And this kind of helped me become more confident with everything, which is really nice because, you know, I could have just sat there and not started a podcast because I was scared or you could have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, the listeners could be doing the same thing right now. Like they could be sitting on an idea because they're scared, but it's one of those things. It's like, if it's meant to, you know, if it's a thing you're meant to do, then you're going to really love it and you're going to flourish. And, you know, if it's not meant for you, then that's okay too. But you know, you just kind of kind of give it a shot and, you know, record a couple episodes before putting anything out there and make sure you enjoy it. Um, and then, yeah, if it, if it works, it works. So, yeah. And I think getting used to your voice is also another like, oh yeah, hurdle. <laughs> that's definitely a hang up. At first I was like, oh, I hate my voice. It's terrible. But now I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Like if you hate your voice, obviously podcasting may not be for you, but, um, yeah, well, you eventually get used to it and kind of figure out like little quirks that we do. Like, you know, I know, I say like a lot. I've gotten better mm -hmm. about it, but that's something that a lot of people do. Some people kind of have like lip smacking or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone just has their own little quirks and stuff. And, you know, they, they get hung up on those things too. They're like, oh my God, what if like this person is upset because I said like a lot and I didn't edit out every single time I said like, but it's like, that's not your audience. If they're going to be mad about like things like that, then that's okay. Like that's not your person. And you don't need to feel ashamed about that or something, or, you know, obviously if there's like a ton of lip snacking, you don't want that in there. Cause that's really irritating. But like at the same time, it's just like, we, we don't need to be perfectionists. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely say, um, a lot when I'm, Me too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty good. I've gotten so much better about it. Cause it used to just be so, so much, but, and I know when I do it, I'm very aware of every single time that I say it. And it's typically in situations like this where I'm being interviewed right. because it's like, I have to think more about it than exactly. if it's like Pinterest, I know it like the back of my hand. I don't have to, I don't have to think twice about it. So there's not a lot of ums in there, but getting over that like voice, the first time I heard my, you know, we've all had that, like, is that how I sound? That's not how I sound. Is that me? Like, there's no way, like I sound terrible getting over that. And I've had, I've had multiple people tell me that they think my voice is like, I'm made for this, like really soothing. And that to me, like I, they might be lying. I don't know. I don't get that at all because I think my voice is annoying, but you know, to somebody it might not be, it might be exactly what they want to listen to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's interesting too. Like we might hate our voices, but other people don't. So it's interesting, um, kind of have that, you know, feedback from people. So cool. So last night, just like, what is your current favorite podcast? I know you said you do like listening to podcasts. So I'm always curious, like what other podcasters like to listen to? Okay. Um, I recently have been listening to and she rises the F up. I think it's, it's from Amanda Francis. She's super high vibe, spiritual boss lady, I guess is what you would call her. So I just love like the state and like it is high vibe. However, it's also been really freeing for me to listen to her because like her audio is not great. Like the, the quality of the stuff that she puts out is not 
amazing. However, the content is so, so good. And so, and to, you know, she's got over 400,000 Instagram followers. She's running a multi-million dollar business having, you know, less than amazing sound quality. And so that was kind of just like the permission I needed to like let go of some of that perfectionism that I have. Cause there's definitely like, I've recorded episodes that I'm like, Ooh, this doesn't sound as good as I would want it to. But, you know, just getting over that, knowing that like the content that I'm sharing is somebody needs to hear it. And that if there's a couple hiccups or sounds in the background or whatever, it's going to be fine. Um, and so I'm loving that. My husband really wants me to listen to the scrubs uh, podcast. It's like uh, real friends, fake doctors from the, from the guys from scrubs. Cause we love the show scrubs. Um, and there's like, go, it's like the office ladies podcast oh, yeah. but with scrubs. Um, so that's on my, that's on my list. He keeps telling me to listen to that. There's a podcast for everything, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I, I, there's a there's podcasts for like gardening. There's podcasts for literally <laughs> entertainment, everything. It's crazy. But yeah, I'll I'll have to check out that one. I've seen that one around, but I haven't checked out Amanda's podcast. Um, but like when I do podcast research for clients, it always like pops up like other subscribers listen to. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like I'll yeah. check this one out. And then I have it. But yeah, I've heard good things. So I'll have you should. To it's I just I just like she's actually one of the people that made me um think of repurposing. So like a lot of, like almost all of her episodes are from her courses. And I was like, that's such a good idea. (laughs) Why didn't I think of that? Uh, And so I've been, you know, kind of doing that as well. And I have, we're doing, I have like some live videos that are coming up. And so I'm going to take the sound from those. And I just, it, it makes so much sense to me to, you know, as we talked about earlier, and that was one of the things that I, kind of picked up from her. I had done the lives before, but the taking pieces of your actual like content that you're going to be selling, I hadn't really thought of that until she was doing it. And I thought that that makes a lot of sense. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just like so much better than reinventing the wheel all the time. And it's something I tell my clients to do, but then myself, I'm like, Oh, let me record a new podcast, but I don't like it from, I mean, I haven't been on stories that much lately, but um, when I do, I just like forget to keep it or something or forget to save it. But yeah, it's definitely a really good way to kind of utilize, yeah. utilize that. Sorry, my dog knocked over a box because she wants <laughs> to chew on the cardboard. Um, and I am not a perfectionist, so I will probably keep that in there, honestly. <laughs> but keeping it real. Um, but yeah, cool. So let us know where we can find you. So your websites, uh, your social channels, and also your podcast. Yeah. So the podcast is tipsy business podcast. Um, you can find me anywhere. I think that was my husband's job. I'm pretty sure he has me on everything. Um, and then my social on everything is at Carly Zerker, C-A-R-L-E-Y-Z-U-E-R-C-H-E-R and my website. So CZ invitations is where I sell invitations. And then my coaching business, um, other resources is Tucanco, T-W-O-C-A-N-C-O.com. And that's where I have all my freebies, courses, eBooks, coaching, all that, all that good stuff. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so that, uh, my listeners can go check you out and go check out your show. And thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks so much for having me. This was really fun.